Here is Oklahoma Regional Manager Joseph Palmer. You know, it's so easy to get bogged down in our minds, maybe even get a little depressed with everything that is going on out there. You know, I love one of our Bot Radio Network programs, Wall Builders Live. They're Good News Friday is like my favorite program of the week because they're scouring the headlines to find good news to tell us because there are some really good things happening in response to the all of the bad that you keep hearing. And today we're going to talk about one of those things, but we kind of can't talk about the good without mentioning the bad first. And so you've heard about China's uh, social credit system where they control their population. And you've heard of our own federal government considering talking about implementing a central bank digital currency. And I'm not going to get into the details about that. You can, uh, you know, think that through, but today we're going to talk about, you know what, there's an answer to that. Mm -hmm. And it's a, a fairly new idea, but, um, you're going to find this incredibly interesting. Our guest today is pastor, teacher, leader of Liberty Pastors, pastor of uh, Fairview Baptist Church, now Liberty Church in Edmond, Paul Blair. Welcome, Paul. Joseph, thank you. It's always good to be with you. Thank you. So you have been leading the conversation in this as far as I can see. So can you, first of all, outline the situation we're in with the federal government Mm -hmm. and the imminent things happening, and then talk about the good news? Well, some of the things you mentioned, and I'll just be brief, but, you know, in China, they the citizens are, are having digital currency, and it's a programmable digital currency, which is completely different than what we know of as money. You know, money is a store of labor. We go to work, we earn a paycheck. You know, I might not need a loaf of bread today or a gallon of milk today, so I can get paid in dollars, put that in the bank, and then when I do need to go to the store, I've got that store of labor, we call it dollars. And I can pay my rent or put gas in my car or buy food when I need it. Well, it's different. Digital currency is not uh, money. It is basically a credit at the company store, and it's the government that runs the company. And you look at China, and this is what they have in place. So rather than unalienable rights that come from God, which is what we have in America, Under the Chinese system, under the communistic system, you are granted privileges Mm -hmm. based upon your behavior or how you think or your social credit score or your ESG score, which is where we are quickly moving towards here in the United States. And pair that with the concept of a smart city with cameras and detectors knowing exactly where you are. Everywhere. And then without being able to say, I've got a $10 bill in my wallet, I want to buy this sandwich with it, nobody can stop me. When your money is all digital and programmable, they can say, well, Mr. Blair, we don't think you should be spending money at Burger King because Burger King's credit score is not high enough. So you can buy at McDonald's, for example, but not or you you know, we don't think you need to be buying ammunition or we don't think you need to be donating money to Fairview Baptist Church because, you know, they don't really think right. So literally, rather than money, you will have a credit at the company store. And as we saw in Canada just within the last year, when the truckers were objecting to some of the uh, behavior that was being forced upon them, the prime minister simply simply shut down their banks. And and they had no access to money, and they were immediately out of business. Mm -hmm. That's what this does. So this obviously is a direction that we don't want to go as a free people in a free country. Absolutely not. But in addition to that, you know, inflation is an invisible tax. Mm -hmm. And inflation doesn't mean that prices are going up. What inflation is is increasing the supply of dollars. 
And at one time in America, in fact, up until the 1970s, you know, paper dollars meant nothing really in and of themselves, but every dollar was redeemable for that much gold or silver that was being held at Fort Knox or in the United States Treasury somewhere. Mm-hmm. So the paper was just made it more convenient, or writing checks was just more convenient than carrying around a bag full of gold. Well, of course, in 1970, went off gold standard. Now we are just literally creating money out of thin air. We're sending trillions of dollars to Ukraine. We have no accountability for for what money is being spent where. But those of us that have worked hard, and let's just say, for example, you've saved a thousand dollars, and you're preparing for retirement, and you, boy, you've worked hard, and you've 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 sacrificed, and you've got a thousand dollars in your bank account, and, and you're preparing for that rainy day. Well, if the federal government just doubles the money supply which, quite frankly, they've done over the last 10 years. I mean, our, our national debt has du- has doubled. Uh, well, then your buying power has been cut in half. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, I, I said this to our congregation last night at church. You know, I, I remember going to the grocery store just about a year ago and buying a two-liter bottle of pop for a buck and a quarter and sometimes buying it on sale for 99 cents. Walked in the grocery store a week ago, and that same two-liter bottle of pop is now $2.49. So basically, the cost of buying a a two-liter bottle of pop has doubled. Mm -hmm. So the money that I have in my savings account, the value of it has been cut in half. They've stolen from you. Stolen. That's exactly what it is. It's a visible tax. It's theft. And and we all are well aware that what's going on right now in Washington, we either have the dumbest bunch of yahoos that ever came down the pike in Washington, or we have some people that are intentionally trying to devalue the dollar. Right. You, you combine that with what you just mentioned a moment ago. There is now, for the first time since World War II, discussion around the world of eliminating the dollar as the world reserve standard of currency. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in other words, now from now on, there are efforts by what are called the BRICS nations, which is an acronym for Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South America. They have come to agreement that they want to move away from the dollar mm-hmm. and use another uh, form of currency for international trade. Well, when that happens, then the value of the dollar is going to crash literally overnight. And I don't know if, if you ever got one of those Zimbabwe $10 million bills. Those, yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, those were legitimate. Right. I mean, Zimbabwe was just printing money like crazy. So consequently, you could walk around in your wallet and have $100 trillion in your wallet, but it didn't buy anything mm-hmm. because it was worthless. Right. Well, that's the direction that we're pushing towards here in America. So as an American, and quite frankly, as a, as a Christian pastor that believes in the biblical, biblical concept of sound money, real money, mm-hmm. you know, the Bible is, is adamant about not stealing, not moving the landmarks, using unjust weights or measures. God doesn't like that. That's deceptive. That's dishonest. And what's going on right now is certainly damaging to the people because inflation doesn't hurt the multimillionaires and the billionaires nearly as much as it hurts that individual that's living paycheck to paycheck, Mm -hmm. trying to pay their rent. And right now, you would see that 64% of the citizens of the United States of America are living paycheck to paycheck. So they don't have the luxury of being able to uh, invest money into something as a form of inflation protection. Mm -hmm. They are literally just exposed to inflation. And even though they're working harder, they're getting poorer by the day. So what we have to talk about today is a wonderful solution. I was wondering when you were going to get to the good news. (laughs) Well, we had to lay out the foundation of the bad news. Now we can spend the rest of the time talking about the good news. Very good. 
So how does this work? Well, back in 2015, the great Republic of Texas said, we don't like having our gold stored in New York. We want to bring it to Texas. So they build their own gold depository in Leander, Texas. And they brought the, the gold that Texas University and Texas A&M and, and other entities there in the state, they brought all their gold back, and it's now stored in Texas. Hmm. Well, what this is, what we're talking about right now, is Texas currently has two bills, one in the House, one in the Senate. They're matching bills that are working through the legislature, and right now things look very, very good. But what this will do is basically attach a, a debit card or an ATM card uh, or a ATM machine to the Texas Depository. And what this would do is it would allow every citizen in the United States, in fact, more than that, every citizen worldwide, you could take a portion of your paycheck or a portion of your investment portfolio, and rather than having it down at, at First National Bank of whatever, you could put some of your money in the Texas Depository and invest in gold. And right now, trying to trade in gold, you've got capital gains tax, you've got other things you've got to deal with, plus just not convenient to walk around with a bag of gold in your in your, <laughs> your pouch heavy. of gold. Yeah, a little bit heavy. Uh, plus, you have an ounce of gold. You want to go in and buy a half gallon of ice cream. You know, you got to shave a few grams off. It's just not very practical. But by having uh, your money invested in the, the depository in Texas, you're invested in gold. And with the technology that we already possess and enjoy, you could use your debit card. And it automatically transacts the certain number of grams of gold that need to be sold for you to purchase your groceries or to make your car payment or to make your rent payment. So this actually is real currency because currency has always been gold and silver. You know, it was corrupt governments, including going all the way back to the Roman Caesars that began right. debasing currency right. and devalued it from being solid gold to being mixed with alloys to ultimately being just what we have in America, which is nothing but paper. And here's what's really beautiful about this whole thing, is our founders had the foresight that when the states created the federal government in the first place, in Article One, Section 10, the states reserved to themselves the authority to mint gold and silver coins. Mm. Now, because of the technology that we now enjoy, we can do that without having to carry the gold and silver around. Mm. So the beautiful thing about this is obviously gold and silver is currency. Biblically and historically, it's not a capital gains. Gold and silver is what money has always been right. until the last 50 years in America where we think money says Federal Reserve note on it. Right. So there is no capital gains. If Texas passes these, then this would be considered legitimate currency, legal tender in the state of Texas. And consequently, anybody that does business in the state of Texas has to recognize it as legal tender. So any chain, any dealership, any restaurant, any grocery store that does business in Texas would recognize this. Everybody that does business with Texas, as in states or governments, would recognize this. It is money. It is constitutional. And quite frankly, you know, Texas swings a pretty big stick. If Texas was its own country, they would be the 10th largest economy on the planet today. Hmm. So they are a substantial beast to deal with. Hmm. So it's very exciting. And we've got some action steps uh, that we can recommend our listening audience to do. But quite frankly, over the last week or so, this has really gained traction. There's a lot of excitement going all the way up to Governor Abbott, reaching out to Governor DeSantis and others that recognize how important this is. Is there any similarity to this, to somebody buying a mutual fund that's backed by gold, sort of? Is it, it, 
Yeah, I, yeah. If you see that's the thing, wealthy people or wealthier people, those that have savings, you can have some inflation protection. You probably have maybe money in the stock market that you're hoping is going up faster than the rate of inflation, or you may actually possess some gold funds, mm-hmm. or you might actually possess actually gold, actual gold and silver. But you've got to go through the headache of turning it or selling it, and then taking the money and and being able to spend it. The edge on this is you have the same value as being invested in some gold-backed fund, but you have access because it's on your debit card. So it's fungible. It's fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're not having to set your money aside for a rainy day. Basically, this is a savings account or a checking account that's just rather than saved in dollars, it's saved in gold. And you still have the debit card technology that everybody's already used to using and the stores are equipped to use and we have become accustomed to. But rather than spending dollars, you'd be saving or selling gold and transacting it in that fashion. And I think we're all already used to thinking about money in terms of electronic bits, mm-hmm. in uh, terms of like cryptocurrency. And I've come become convinced after I don't fully understand it, but listening to people that it's pretty secure mm-hmm. reasonably. And so how does that – is this as secure? Is it something similar oh, to the kind of technology you're talking about? I think it's much better than that. Of course, okay. crypto – there are those that value crypto, and I'm not into crypto myself. But basically, it, it, it supposedly the theory is you've got tens of thousands of sets of eyes looking at the ledgers to be able to ma- maintain accountability and make sure that everything is on the up and up. Well, this, but it's not really backed by anything other than the trust of the people that are involved in it. Basically, that's what we're doing right now with the dollar. It's true. We're trusting that that dollar is actually worth something. But what this is, it's actual gold and silver. So it's even better. Than it's, the even idea. better. Okay. it's even better. It's even better. We're just simply using the convenience of technology, the debit card system. This is not cryptocurrency. This is simply a, a digital debit card system. But rather than having your savings in dollars or in stock certificates, your sa- what the money you invest at the depository would purchase gold, and it would actually be held at the depository. Mm. Now, here's what's also cool. This is good for Joe, Joe everyday individual who's living paycheck to paycheck. All of a sudden, he's able to pay his bills, but he's got some inflation protection. So, you know, maybe he's got assets and his residence and the value of his home is going up, which helps him in the long term. But he's got some inflation protection in the bank with the money that he needs to pay his bills week by week. Mm. But this is also good for the states. You know, every one of us and most of us don't know we pay it because we don't actually see the charge. But every time you use your American Express card, for example, if you happen to be uh, have an American Express card, there's like a 3% transaction fee that goes to American Express. Uh, with some other bank cards, the fee is less, but somewhere between 1% and 3%, there's a transaction fee that right. you never see. Uh, but that's why in some places, for example, if you pull into a gas station, it'll say, you know, a cash price is one thing and maybe credit price is 10 cents higher. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because they're trying to cover themselves on that transaction fee. Well, if the state of Oklahoma decided that, you know, we, we want to build a depository one day, but we don't have one right now, so we're going to rent space in the Texas depository, and we're going to issue our old, our own debit card system through the state of Oklahoma, and our citizens can use this form of currency, then uh, every transaction that's done through the debit card system, the state of Oklahoma could make, who knows what, a half a percent or three-quarters of a percent. I mean, this could continue to provide 
everyday citizens with the convenience that they're accustomed to, provide us all with inflation protection that we desperately need, especially in the day and age in which we live, be a level of protection against implementing a central bank digital currency, whether that's a global or a Federal Reserve currency, and then at the same time, provide additional revenues for any individual state which should diminish the tax burden of the citizens. Uh, of course, we know how politicians work. You They'll give them more money. It. They'll just figure out a way to spend it. So so don't get your hopes up on your taxes going down. <laughs> but in theory, this should diminish the tax burden for every individual citizen of a state. So really, there is not a reason that this is not a good idea. And far smarter individuals than I have analyzed this, looked at it. I mean, economists have studied it and say, this is brilliant. Quite frankly, this is constitutional. This is one thing that our founders knew and secured in the Constitution. What about biblical? And it's biblical. I mean, again, we, we referenced a moment ago. You, you, you look back in, in, in biblical history, and God condemns those kings that use unjust weights and measures, those traitors of business that use unjust weights and measures. And remember, God rebuked Israel when he drove them into captivity in Babylon. You look at the list of charges that God laid down against the citizens of the nation of Israel. You know, you can read in Isaiah, you can read in Jeremiah, you can read in the other books of prophets. Most of their transgressions weren't committed on the Sabbath. They went through the form of being God's people. You know, the temple system was articulate. I mean, it was perfect. It was meticulous. Uh, their sacrificial system, I mean, the tithes even of mint and cumin, they were to the fraction of an ounce. However, during the business week, they slept with each other's wives. They cheated each other in business. They lied in court. And, and the point is, is that God's not impressed with how uh, how Christ-like we look when we grab our Bibles and head to church on Sunday mornings. God expects 24-7 Christianity. We're supposed to be followers of Christ in everything that we do. We're to glorify God in all that we do. Mm. And, of course, sound money and honesty and integrity in business and finance is one of the things that is repeated throughout Scripture. As a matter of fact, encoded in the Ten Commandments. Don't steal. Don't covet. Well, those are, that is ownership rights right there. So biblically, and then historically, as I said a moment ago, you can look back and you can see how the citizens of the Roman Empire suffered as because of greed of the Caesars, they devalued their currency. So uh, an ounce of gold that had Caesar's head on it over time wound up being nine-tenths of an ounce. Uh, and he created more currency because he wasn't using just weights. And just measures. Uh, over time, they began mixing other alloys with the gold. Right. So it might be 80% gold and 20% nickel, mm -hmm. but it still was called an ounce of gold. Well, the people that that hurt, that helped the king, that helps the government because it gives them more money to spend, but it hurts the people because yep. the value of their savings is greatly diminished. Absolutely. The people are always the ones that are impoverished with inflation. So, Paul, it seems like the shortest way to this genius solution is for this to pass in the Texas legislature. Am I getting that right? That's right. And so what can we do to uh, pray, of course, but, yes. what, but what else can we do? Well, you know, I, I, you, you mentioned pray. I love the illustration of uh, Israel when they were attacked by the Amalekites after, shortly after escaping bondage in, in Egypt. 
You remember the famous account where Moses is up on the mountaintop with his arms lifted in prayer, right. and Aaron and her helped him keep his help him helped him keep his arms lifted up. That's right. Uh, but at the same time, Caleb and Joshua were actually in the valley with real swords and spears and shields in hand to hand combat. Somebody had to do the fight. Absolutely. So the the battle was fought both on Moses's knees in prayer. And in the valley with both the shoe leather. Hand. It seems like Absolutely. we missed the both it's hand both in so hand. many issues these it's days. It's a both hand. So while we do pray for God's favor in this, because again, uh, from a constitutional perspective, from a biblical perspective, from the from a pastoral perspective, you know, Ephesians four tells me that as a minister, I'm to be concerned with evangelism, with discipleship, and then also it uses the term pastoring or shepherding. So that's protecting your your people, the flock that's been entrusted to you. So first and foremost, as we were saying a while ago, Joseph, I want to make sure that all my people are born again. I, mm-hmm. I would do my best to make sure. What does it profit a man if he should gain the whole world but lose his own soul? Right. I want my people to know Jesus. But then I want my people to be in good health. I want them to, to manage their budgets effectively, to be able to pay their bills, to have good jobs, to feed their families. I want them to enjoy all the blessings that God has available to us. Mm-hmm. So all of these things are important. Uh, but simply, uh, the simplest action that we ask all of our listeners to do is go on your computer or on your phone and simply type in alignact.com, A-L-I-G-N-A-C-T dot com, alignact.com. And then there are, or set up, this is a, a great conservative action site. Uh, but one of the choices there is the Texas transactional currency. Just click on that Texas transactional currency, and you've participated in it. Mm-hmm. I have as well. It's very easy. It's very easy. You add your name, and then you can send a letter to all the Texas legislators and to the Texas governor, lieutenant governor, expressing your support for passing, again, two bills, Senate Bill 2334, House Bill 4903, uh, they're matching bills, but you don't have to worry about those numbers. All you've got to do is go to the Align Act, and the rest of it is is taken care of for you. Now, here's what's really fun. In the last week, if you went to the Align Act a week ago, it uh, said that there had been a total of 270,000 actions taken. So it's tracking how many people are tracking doing many, the thing. How many people? So a week ago, 270,000 people had expressed their support. It's a good amount. Yep, it's a good start. It is. We've been working on this this week. Today, it was 1.315 million people. <laughs> it's increased almost 1,100,000 signatures wow. in the last week. So, and again, there are some, there are some well-known men like Ben Carson and others of that stature are on board and in support of this. So we encourage the listening audience, these wonderful believers of the Bot Radio Network, that's a simple action. I mean, really, it doesn't take but less than a minute. And then take this information and share it with your network of friends. Your we, church? Uh, with your church, absolutely. I shared it with our congregation last night. Email it to your other friends. Uh, that recognize, And quite frankly, this is not a partisan issue. Republican and Democrat, anybody in America, any citizen wants to fight against inflation, right. wants to be able to pay their bills and buy groceries. Zero percent of our listeners want to be controlled and That's want right. to be poor. That's exactly right. <laughs> so share this with others. Hopefully, you know, we can jump this up another million this week. And, you know, we get to the point of four or five million. And it's so important because, you know, the Texas legislature is ahead of everybody else. Other states are starting to pick this up. And our own state treasurer, Todd Russ, what a wonderful 
uh, servant of the people he is. He sent a letter this week to the state of Texas expressing Oklahoma's interest in learning more about what they're doing and supporting what they're doing. So that was a significant a show of support by a sister state here around Texas. God bless him. I'm, yeah, I'm holding God, your, your letter right now uh, from state Treas- Oklahoma State Treasurer Todd Russ to the Texas uh, legislature. Mm-hmm. And the governor and lieutenant governor. Amen. And, and uh, the thing is, is the Texas legislature, unlike ours, meets every other year. So they have got about one more week, maybe two more weeks, that they need to take action on this. And then, of course, they will have some other. They can have some continuation of their of their uh, their uh, legislature. But we we really are getting down to a, a deadline. So it's important that our people take action themselves, spread this information to their friends, and get them to take action. But things are looking good. And so we do have listeners uh, in Texas in the Tyler Longview area, and we'll likely be airing this interview there as well. So if you're listening in the Tyler Longview area, your participation would have even more weight. Absolutely. Right? And so anybody in Oklahoma, I mean, that that's not a wasted effort, though, no. is it? They want to hear from everybody across the country because this affects all of us. Obviously, this is a Texas bill, but again, this is currency. This is defined in Article One, Section 10 of the Constitution. So that's not like pushing a boulder uphill. I mean, this is there for us to claim as our right. own. And this will benefit every citizen in America and, again, every citizen worldwide. Because if Texas starts using this gold-backed uh, credit card, debit card system, then that's currency globally. And then that's going to be protection uh, from the federal government. Should this yep. whole central bank digital currency come to pass, yep. we will be protected. We won't have to have all our eggs in one basket. We won't be controlled by a domineering dictatorship. Amen. Amen. All right. So the place to go to make your voice known is alignact.com. And it's very simple. You, there are multiple, several issues on the site you can choose from, but uh, we would ask that you start with that Texas, Texas trans- transactional currency. There yeah. we go. By the way, they're all good. There's several good issues oh, yeah. on there, but the yeah. Texas transactional currency is the one we're wanting to direct our attention to primarily. Okay. Very good. Well, Paul, I appreciate your insights into this. You've obviously been studying it as you do every issue. You take it to heart, study it hard. I mean, I'm sure you don't have a life. I mean, you're, you're constantly, every time I talk to you, that you're, you're the expert on the next thing that's come up. Uh, so we've got uh, 15 seconds. Paul, can you give us a prayer for this issue? Absolutely. Let's just pray very quickly. Father, we just ask for your blessings. Lord, we pray that you'd give us wisdom that we'd be sensitive to your direction, and God grant us victory, all for the glory of the name of Jesus. We pray this in his precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Paul Blair, for being with us. Thank you, Donna, for running sound for us. Thank you all for listening. Please take action, alignact.com. We'll catch you next time. We hope you enjoyed this special edition of Encounter here on Bot Radio Network. Email us with any comments to kqcv at botradionetwork.com. Thank you.